Hello and welcome to my podcast. I begin every podcast with a bowl so that we can connect, find our center and receive the insight from the podcast. so we begin. It's been one week now since I did my first few podcasts and every day I've tried to do another podcast and every day I've started and then I've judged myself and I've gone, oh that's boring, no one's going to listen to that and so then I've gone control alt delete and I've thought about something else and I've put myself under all this enormous pressure to create something that I think someone out there might be interested in listening to. I even got to the point where I thought, what am I even doing this for? Why have I created this podcast? Do I even want it? Have I created more pressure for myself to just do something else? And what is the whole reason behind it? Why did I do it in the first place? I think the reason I did it in the first place was to create something where I could be accepted or that we all could be accepted and that we all had something valid to say to the world and when I say all or when I say you or when I say we I'm really only talking about me because what is my life about yeah it's learning and it's striving and it's paying passionate about something but it's also I really want to be understood and I really want to be heard and I really want my voice or my opinion to matter and and what's really funny is that I've created this podcast and it's like my little secret it's not like I want to sell it or I want to put it out there it's almost like I just want to do it I just want to do it but then I think oh my god if someone actually listens to this holy shit Do I really want someone to listen to this? Maybe not. Maybe I don't. Because if I have the pressure of creating something that's going to be liked or going to be shared, then that's enormous pressure on me and I just want to be me. So, I have a a girlfriend. She's a friend. And she originally was my student 
and she still is my student and and I still coach her and I've known her for a really long time and she was she posted something yesterday on Facebook and I just recognized something different about her face when I was watching it silently but not actually listening to her and then I saw all of these likes and sad faces come up I thought oh there's something going on there I'm gonna listen and as I listened I went oh my gosh and she started with and with a heavy heart I thought wow death something's happened and in her face language I could see that her nose was bigger and her cheeks were really controlled and flat and I thought she's really holding back her emotion here but she's got a strong message that she wants to deliver but she's petrified of delivering it because how it will be received I thought my god the enormous pressure and so I listened to her live and she was sharing how a lady friend of hers that she knew just got murdered bludgeoned to death by her ex-husband and then left for two days on the floor in her own blood while he went and had a beer at the pub and stayed at his friends and initially my reaction was holy shit and I mean I work with emotions I work with emotional health I work with emotional release therapy and and so does she and so we spent yesterday because I rang her to give her the spaciousness to actually really say what she had to say and and the whole call was a combination of silence judgment blocking not knowing what to say angry sadness and then rising above it to try and make some sense of it all and then assessing as therapists what's our part in this and then even more what's our part in our duty of care to ourselves and how can we look back at our life and be responsible for scenarios that we've been in with our partners that could have led to this and how do we take responsibilities as a woman for our role in this I'm not condoning the behavior of anybody murdering somebody else but my question is how does the stress in one's body get so intense that the emotions are held back for so long that it can send you into a catatonic state an animal state where you just want to annihilate the other person and remove them from all existence what leads to that so this is what we talked about for an hour and I recorded it because I was going to podcast it and then I realized that what she was sharing was so deep and so intimate and could be 
misunderstood and pulled apart in so many ways. And when somebody is so vulnerable like that, they don't need it to be pulled apart because we're taught to think a certain way, but we don't all think the same way. And, and we want the space to have the freedom to express what we really feel, you know, and, and it doesn't make us a criminal to say it out loud. It just means that sometimes we have to say those things. And we have to say them because there's something deep inside us that really needs to say those things. And I kind of feel that if we all had the space to express what we bury and what's under the silence, then perhaps there wouldn't be as many murders or rapes. or And, and men, women, we're, we're the same. We're both responsible. Women do the same to men. Women provoke and poke and emasculate you know we push each other to extremes because we misunderstand each other and we get stuck in our egos and we get stuck in defending our beliefs and then it reaches the heart and then there's threats and manipulations come on people I kind of I'm wondering why I've done this podcast and then I wake up and I go I just want to interview normal people. I just want to make space for normal people. And I do that in my practice. And maybe I don't have to record that. Maybe I don't have to make it public. Because as soon as I make it public, it's like their tissue holds back. And the truth doesn't come to the surface. And maybe that recording or the microphone is the exact thing that's making it stuck even more. Or maybe it's the witnesses that we actually all need to know that you know, we're all the same and we all go through these challenges and and the hardest thing of all is pretending to be okay and putting on a face for everybody else and having a beer or eating that food or having chocolate or just distracting ourselves. Yeah. So, um... Why am I talking today? Well, I realized that in all the pressure of trying to create a good podcast, I actually went straight into my head, disconnected disconnected from my gut brain and was desperately trying to connect with some kind of hormone, serotonin in my body to start to feel good again because <laughs> the judgment of myself got so much that I wasn't producing happy hormones anymore. And uh, I'm a month away from completing my 350 hours in biomedical yoga. And I'm a super smart person, but I'm also very, very lazy. And I tend to read a lot and stay in my head a lot. And then only practice probably 30% out of the time. And I've got the most incredible teacher and she's given so many resources for me to excel. And I have been burying my head in the books of Uh, anatomy and I love it but I haven't been doing the yoga so the last two days I've done the yoga I've hummed because humming connects with my vagus nerve and I've done a lot of out breaths and I've been drawing my conscious awareness to the the winds in my body my digestive system and my 
my second gut brain I think it's called the lower one where my descending colon sits and since I've been doing these yoga practices I've realized how I've been in my head so much and not connecting with what my body needs and I've started to feel better and I've started to create saliva in my mouth and I've started to want to talk again and I've started to judge less and I've started to feel more at home in my body and I feel that I'm not so boring anymore <laughs> to me so that's a good thing and I realized that I've been telling this story that it's really scary to talk to people. It's really scary to talk in big groups, but my entire body wants to talk to people and my entire body wants to present as a helicopter. And so if I let go of that story that I'm scared to do this and I actually start to talk, I'm really good at it and I love to do it. So yeah, I discovered something new. When we get into a massive state of aggression is usually when our amygdala, which is in the hindbrain, which is at the back of the hippocampus, and the hippocampus is where we hold our memories, things that are associated with the eye. So the amygdala is to do with our emotions. And so when we're in a stress response for a long period of time, our amygdala increases in size. So our amygdala actually connects with our, I think it's called the orbital cortex, which is the, it's right at the front of the prefrontal cortex. And it's actually the aggression center, but it's also the decision-making center. But it also has to do with hunger and appetite and sexual appetite. But it's also the center for satisfaction. So if we put pressure on that, hard in between our eyebrow center just above our eyes and we're always in pressure it's not allowing it to advance and grow and so it creates more aggression and as our amygdala gets larger and larger and larger and we don't rest and digest and allow our sleep patterns to come in and our parasympathetic nervous system to be activated it can make us do really bad things that hurt other people. Now, not all of us turn into murderers, thank God. But sometimes our wrath and our anger can really hurt the ones we love the most. And so my suggestion is that we all do a little bit of yoga and we take a bit of time out to make sure that we put some effort into our sleep cycle and that we allow our bodies to digest because when we do we create serotonin which makes us a lot happier and when we're a lot happier there's more love in our lives and there's more love in the world and then we get to produce great podcasts that people are really interested in listening to and you never know one day when I am brave enough I might even create some yoga that you can do that's related to our gut brain and connecting with that wonderful hormone called serotonin. But I think that's all for now. Thank you for listening. Wherever you are in the world, whatever time of the day or night it is, I hope you've enjoyed my sharing.
Yeah. Until next time. Bye for now. <laughs>